Zelda in Fulde Podcast. Bum, 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 bum. Hey everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. My name is Adam as always, and uh, here's the news for this week. Explore danger from the comfort of your desktop. A fan creates a way to explore the map of A Link to the Past on your browser. This week, Vanity Fair showed off the new cast and characters of Star Wars. With it, they revealed the villain and identity of the fresh new faces of a galaxy far, far away. That feel when the whole squad roll up. A recent photo was released showing the cast of the Suicide Squad in full costumed glory. And there were some comments by Harley Quinn's original co-creator. Avengers Age of Ultron opened last week to somewhat lukewarm responses. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And its crew felt the serious backlash of some of its fans. Director Joss Whedon ended up closing his Twitter account after a series of death threats due to plot choices and character portrayals made in the film. And Mortal Kombat X has released that Predator is joining its ranks. Also, can't wait for more Valve goodness at E3. This fan remake of Half-Life Black Mesa has hit Steam shelves with an early access version. Sequels. Why did it have to be sequels? Lucasfilm announces that an Indiana Jones sequel is on the horizon, according to Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy. And insert a stupid joke about virtual reality here, Adam. A retail version of the Oculus Rift is scheduled to release in early 2016. Platonic Games successor Banjo-Kazooie, Ukulele, has launched its Kickstarter campaign and re- reached almost all of its stretch goals within the first few days. It currently has 40 days left in its campaign, and it's still getting lots and lots of money. All of that and a bunch more things, including uh, possible taxes that Australians may have to play- pay uh, for Steam games and Netflix, and duck amounts coming to EverQuest 2, for those of you that care. My name is Adam, and this week I'm joined by a few special guests, uh, but first off, as always... I'm Jake, and the semester's over, and I can breathe, and I'm not wearing pants either. <laughs> hey, I'm Jeff. Um, I'm back after a fairly long hiatus, and I am wearing pants, um, but I'm also wearing glasses. So, Ooh, tell ooh. me more. Later. <laughs> <laughs> Promise. Okay, <laughs> I'm taking you up on this. <laughs> what? Say your name. Oh, I'm Hi. I'm Sarah Quillian. <laughs> I'm the creator and producer of the Zelda Project. Happy to be here with you guys. Thank you for joining us. And last but not least. And I'm Tom Gray. I'm the co-creator and director of the YouTube channel Player Piano. Who's partnered Glad to with, have... who's, sorry, oh. Who is partnered with the Zelda Project on the live-action Zelda thing that we're doing. <laughs> and, ooh, with the no name. Glad to have both of you with us. It's exciting. Uh, thank you to uh, Brandon for that opening theme song, and thank you to all of our fans that wrote in topics this week. This week's cover banner is actually made by myself. Uh, I drew it uh, to help kick off my commissions that are opening up. If any of you have any art pieces that you would like to be made, uh, feel free to contact me or like hit me up on Twitter, which is linked down below. And uh, you can see my prices. They're listed on Tumblr. I'll put a link to that as well. I'm going to hire you. <laughs> what? Oh. I want to commission you now. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm flattered. I love doing that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of lots to talk about. Not a lot of it's Zelda, but there's a lot to talk about. So, oh, there's, just to give there's you... a lot of Nintendo stuff. Uh, there is a lot of Nintendo stuff. One of the things I didn't mention in the uh, news opening for this week was that uh, we might be getting a Nintendo Land for real. Ooh, real life Nintendo Land! Oh my god, I'm so happy about that. <laughs> that would oh, be yo, amazing. Oh my god, Adam and I live in Orlando. I am, like, unbelievably happy right now. <laughs> I'm <laughs> unbelievably yeah. jealous because I'm completely on the opposite coast. If we, if we don't have a real-life Mario Kart soon, I'll be, I'll be depressed. 
Oh, <laughs> that was my first thought when I saw the Nintendo, the real Nintendo Land news. First of all, I saw it really like I woke up unusually early, and this is part of my normal routine on Gamnesia and Zelda Informer. Just wake up early. Well, better check the news because our all our news comes from Japan, and I immediately <laughs> see this, and I'm like Mario Kart racing, and then I fall back asleep. <laughs> Done. Jeff, move to Orlando right now. Tallahassee's stupid. As we speak. As Sorry we to, our to Orlando. As we speak. To be, to be fair, Tallahassee is kind of stupid. It is. Kind of, <laughs> it's it's it a is. big road. No, it is. It, it is. It's a really big road. And there's the governor's, <laughs> there's the governor's square mall. And there's my school. And Ooh. then you go to Georgia because it's right there. Well, Orlando isn't much better because it's like, here's the theme parks. Here's a bunch of terrible neighborhoods. And here's a school. Oh, well, he's not it. wrong about that. <laughs> it's it's and like it's po- it's like like miles of wonder and then like pockets of like horror as is like <laughs> miles of wonder pockets of horror and then like the, like the toll roads the something. toll roads are unbelievably like they're they're irredeemably bad yeah one of my are... friends uh lives uh just like a town over i guess and it costs him like three dollars every time just through tolls just to come visit it's it's crazy and, and like one like, of the one of the worst offenses about it is that like you'll make the wrong exit and then you have to pay to get off and then you have to pay to get back on the main road <laughs> and it's awful and so many times i have like made the mistake of getting off on a very bad part of town called the orange blossom trail if you don't know what that is go look it up it sounds lovely though <laughs> oh it's not <laughs> it is, is it like cherry blossoms <laughs> no 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 it is it is bad news bears it is Less school girls more gun violence <laughs> well, <laughs> i can't help but wonder what if if, like Miyamoto was inspired to make Zelda all amazing and explore- exploration based because of where he grew up. What if he grew up on the Orange, the Blossom, Orange Blossom Trail? Trail. <laughs> yeah, he grew up in a really bad neighborhood. It's Link, like, take Link, this just go get... alone. Take this. Take oh, his gun. Yeah. Why did you give me a Glock, sir? Because it's hard to live in the streets. Why is it made of wood? <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, before we get into the news, I'll quickly share this quick anecdote. Like the last time that happened to me, this guy in a wheelchair rolled straight <laughs> up to my window and was staring at me. I did not look out the window at all. I was like, I was not having a fun time that day. How did you see this guy then if you didn't look? Because Lyra told me. <laughs> she was like, Jake, don't look now, but there's a man staring right at you. And I was like, no, I'm not looking. We're good. Jake. Waiting for that green light. <laughs> Okay, so news. Nintendo yeah. Land. Nintendo World. Nintendo Land needs to happen now because yeah. I've been waiting for this for years. Well, first off, the game didn't get the loving reception it should have gotten. What, Nintendo Land? My... Yeah, that game is amazing. Game is... I was so mad that there is a Nintendo le- Nintendo Land level in Smash Brothers. I was super expecting it. We were talking yeah. about that the other day. The yeah, surprising we thing is that um, that um, Legend of Zelda minigame in that is one of the it's got better motion controls than Skyward Sword. I love oh, Skyward yeah, by Sword, far. It does. but it's got it does. better motion controls than Skyward Sword, and that's really a, that's kind of upsetting. That a tech demo did better. That a tech <laughs> it was it's basically a tech demo. Like, look, we can do archery and we can do sword play in a fun way with other people, and it's like, what about four swords for the Wii U? And they're like, ugh. Actually, that reminds me. I mean, we could. Um, one of the fan topics for this week that I want to get into, but we can get back to this topic. But I want to get into this because it, it reminded me of that. Um, uh, Ryan from Seattle wrote in and asked uh, what everyone thought their favorite game, the uh, Zelda game that had a replay value. Which Zelda game do you guys think has the most replay value of any game in the franchise? Ooh, and good question. We actually had That's that a as hard a question. We had that as a daily debate um, a few months ago. I don't even. I I I'm I can't remember. I'm gonna which one say won. Wind Waker. I'm gonna say Wind Waker. 
uh, for a few reasons. First I'm going to say you're wrong because <laughs> you're always wrong because you chose Winter. Well, that's the wrong game. Okay, well, let me explain. I know you don't like the game, but once you no, beat you it, will never it explain. And then goes into hero mode. You get to new, wear the new outfit. Mm-hmm. All the Hylian text is translated to English. Like really, not to mention like your I yeah, didn't know that. like you didn't, I didn't know that, I didn't dude. Know that. Like all the Hylian script, like whenever the the old <laughs> I don't read. speak. Like it's translated in English, so you can finally see what they're saying. Huh. And then, like your Nintendo gallery, all the figurines you have in there, they also stay in there. So if you didn't complete it the first quest, you can try again the second time. Hmm. It's cool stuff. Wind Waker's that a good sounds... game. Shut up, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, for me, it's Four Swords Adventures because every time you play it, it's a blast every single time. And you have uh, versus mode in there, which is really fun. And no matter how many times you play it, if you have someone new in the party. The dynamic always changes. Um, I, I've told a few times all the weird sort of funny little things that have happened when I played Four Swords on the podcast. And I really think that it's a great time. I think that even when you go to like uh, the Zelda Symphony, a lot of people are there playing Four Swords together. I don't know. It's I like want to play it. I, I just like the setup is, especially in 2015, being able to play Four Swords Adventures is an impossibility. Yeah. I mean, you got to find very outdated tech. Speaking of which, I know that one of the guys who was on last week, uh, Spark of the Android, does Arcade Cabinet. Uh, They're going to be playing it in a few weeks. So Hmm. look forward to that video. We'll post it. Oh, speaking of that, that would actually be a fun like game for an arcade cabinet. Like if they ported Four Swords Adventures onto it with like little screens and then the bigger screen. Oh, they could probably cool. set it up really well. That's gonna that'd be amazing. What if, what if that ends up being like the attraction? You're in teams of you're in like red team, purple team, blue team, and green team for the Nintendo Land Legend of Zelda attraction. Oh, like you have like a four four versus four versus four, like a like a sixteen player game, yeah. I guess, essentially. I don't know. That would like be the awesome. The thing that immediately speaks to me is I know that they're going for the theme park route, but I think of Disney mm-hmm. Quest. Like in downtown Disney, you ever been there? Yeah, I've yeah, been there. I've like been a, there once. What's, I've been there, but I don't know just, what Disney Quest Disney is. Quest is yeah, essentially just like a bunch of like arcade games and like really weird sort of like mini games and things like that that you can play um, in like a giant building. Dude, you're telling me you don't want the Hulk ride to be like changed into like Captain Falcon's fist? <laughs> just <laughs> that would be amazing. Because... That, that would be pretty amazing. Actually. Yeah. God, Universal Studios is going to kill it, man. They got Marvel. They've got... They're gonna have Nintendo, like Marvel and Nintendo are gonna be like in. It's basically gonna be Disney another. Infinity, but in like real life. <laughs> yeah. I actually saw something, which is ridiculous. Uh, someone on Twitter, I forget who, uh, but they were saying maybe that their contract on with Marvel is running up, running out. So they were looking for another partner, and that's why Nintendo. I doubt it. Like, oh, that would. I, I I'm think. Doubtful I think too. the only reason Universal I, has Marvel attractions right now is because I don't think so because I think that they they can renew it as many times as they want. I know that usually tends to happen. I know that's what uh, Sony is doing. Like every mm-hmm. time that they, um, the, the reason that they've been making movies over and over again, Spider-Man films. Is it Sony that does it? Yeah. Yeah. Sony keeps making Spider-Man films is because they have in their contract that they hold the rights to Spider-Man as oh. long as they make a new film every couple of years. Right. Yeah. yeah that's, they, uh, I think that's X-Men actually. No, uh, it's, Fox, it's Fox is doing that. So like yeah. even even the Wolverine movie where it didn't even have the X Men in it, it's called X Men Origins Wolverine instead. Yeah, of because Wolverine. they just wanted to be able to keep the IP. Okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. basically, yeah, the way the way they wrote those deals, especially back when Marvel wasn't owned by Disney, Marvel savvy. Yeah, Marvel just wanted to stay relevant, <laughs> so they're like, okay, well, you can have the rights as long as you continue to make stuff. So I agree. Yeah. I I would be surprised if Universal didn't have a a similar sort of clause. Mm-hmm. Um, to renew the, because they spent a lot of money to set up all those games and um, all those rides. Yeah. yeah, and I think Disney would have to pay huge payouts to get those things replaced. I feel like 
definitely that would be a very risky sort of scenario. It's it's also kind of interesting because it is a Disney property, right? Yeah. Now. But um, I don't know. It it'd be a know. bit rough. Anyway, um, Tom, what's your what's your vote for most replayable Zelda title? Well, I'm going to be very uh, different from everybody else here because I definitely think it's the original game. And I don't mean Nerd. that in the sense of the original NES game. And I don't mean that in the sense of right now it's the most replayable game. But for its time in the day, I would say that more people replayed that game over and over and over again than any of the recent ones. Because you had, right. you had the original game, which in itself was so different from anything else at the time. Mm. And then yeah. you also had the, the second quest when you beat Oh, it. yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was years before, you know, I'm going to say Link to the Past because Adventure of Link was a piece of junk. Depending <laughs> <laughs> on who you ask. Ooh. Hey, come on. Somewhere in the distance, our, our, our editor-in-chief is just really mad. <laughs> His ears are burning. I'm sorry, Nate. His ears are <laughs> he, 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 not, he know not what he did. He must be the one that sent that helicopter. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, I was, I was, I'll date myself a little bit. I was six years old when that game came out, and... Um, I mean, we just played that thing over and over. There was nothing, there's hardly any games like it um, at the time. So as far as the right. amount of times I've replayed a Zelda game, it's by far that the first one. Wasn't it the first right, game right. to use a, um, a save state? It yeah, was. I think so. Yeah. It, was. Yeah. it was revolutionary. See, that, that's yeah. exciting. That's exciting. It used to be like passwords and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I definitely don't disagree with you, Tom, because I, I played the original Legend of Zelda just a few years ago um because yeah. um, i wasn't born yet but um when i played it um it still hit me with that same kind of fascination like this is really cool like i came across the final dungeon level nine somewhere within like my first or first one or two hours of playing the game and i was like wow i found this that's awesome that i could find this i'm totally not ready for it but i'm gonna go somewhere else and i can get the idea of just going through it and once you completed it once you know where a lot of the secrets are so you're like oh, oh i could try what was this the way. phrase we used earlier to describe the to describe orlando because that's pretty much how you described the first zelda game oh pockets of wonder followed by expanses of sheer terror yeah you, pretty actually, much. Used, you actually did <laughs> yeah. the reverse before jake you said uh expanses of sheer wonder and pockets of terror ah. uh, i guess oh, it I... changes on what part of town you're in <laughs> <laughs> and, and by the way, I remember it being. Let's such just say a... you're always going to be crying and screaming just for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, like Florida. When, when we were when we were younger, it was such a big deal in our neighborhood. When I remember when I got to uh, to Death Mountain, it was such and like everybody gathered, like, oh my god, are you going to beat Zelda? Like it was, it was the thing. I mean, it was there weren't there weren't as many awesome games to choose from, so it's like everybody played that game. Mm -hmm. I'm so jealous of you that you got to experience that. You're so jealous of me for being older. Mm. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I didn't get my first um, my first console until I was like, I think, 16. Oh yeah, was it like a parental thing? They didn't want you to like. like yeah. Um, yeah, my yeah, dad was were... kind of the same way. He let me play them, but I could only play it on weekends or summer. We had an NES, but it was in our car. And we were only allowed to play it when we were on road trips. So oh. the only time I actually got to play video games was when I went over to friends' houses. And so, of course, I was very selective with who I decided to go hang out with. Um, usually it <laughs> happened to be somebody that had a Nintendo and I would spend the entire time in their den playing their video game. And they'd 
ultimately get irritated with me. You know, I actually Wait, understand. Sorry, choose a friend who lives like four hours away. <laughs> Mom, look, I'm in Friends of the Boy in Canada. Can I go visit him? What exactly do you mean by Mario you? Now. What exactly do you mean by you only had a Nintendo in the car? How does that work? Okay, well, so in the 80s, they had those, you know, those big, giant vans? Oh, the vans. Okay. Uh-huh. I used to have... Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, and you had, like, a TV in the van. I used to have the same yep. thing in uh, when I, uh, oh, my parents, like, I, my parents had, like, a Suburban, which yeah. had, like, one of those little drop-down TVs, and we uh-huh. had, like, one of those adapters that you could plug into the lighter. Yeah, thing. we had yep. one, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. And so I used to play, amazing. like, Smash Brothers Melee with my brother on the way to, like, Disney and Universal and stuff. It was really awesome. It was, sur- it was state-of-the-art, it was the man. Our NES system and our VCR. <laughs> yeah. I played Wind Waker and, like... The in the same sort of thing, like traveling to North and South Florida, it's the like best. Oh. Yeah. oh my god, I was sailing on the road, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could also sail on the road, just like in general. So Sarah, can you honestly, you guys? For me, I have to say, um, I guess I, the whole replayability thing is a really subjective thing, anyway. Um, mm-hmm. As far as content goes, obviously, like the older games don't have all the mini games and. Just as long as you don't you say Wands do. of Gamelon. No. Gamelon. Yeah, definitely Wands of Gamelon. <laughs> have, they don't have bug My collecting boy. and stuff. <laughs> but uh, I never really I never really actually got super into the whole bug collecting and all that, you know, random stuff. And I'll yeah. be the first person to admit that the only game that I think I think the only game that I got all of the pieces of heart was Ocarina of Time. And so I'm going to have to vote. I'm split between Ocarina of Time and Link to the Past just because of both of them have the nostalgia factor. But for me, it's definitely Ocarina of Time only because I've played that game so many times over so many years, just over and over and over again playing it, that I I would feel weird giving any other game my vote for replayability just considering the sheer number of times I would, I've played that game through. Yeah, I, but, like, the thing about Ocarina of Time is a very linear game. Oh, like, yeah. There's not really much you can do other than the exact same thing every single time. And, and anyone who argues true. with me on that, feel free, because you're going to lose that <laughs> argument. It's not I will argue with you. Because <laughs> <laughs> can can like at least said, with, like, Wind Waker, subjective. you have an exploration ax- aspect, and you actually can explore the environment. In yeah, Ocarina of you're Time, you're stuck you... on a boat forever. Just it's a linear around. game. But the boat That's lets you go to places. Like Adam, was... I will agree with you insofar as saying it is a linear game, but it does offer quite a bit of side questing, which does give you uh, different expanses in your mileage for the game. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. like yeah, things there's... that you can do early in the quest, you can do super late. There's in the quest. a reason I got mad at my friend. Like I introduced her to Arc- Ocarina of Time as her first Zelda which game, which is a terrible idea. I well, yelled at okay, you for I that. I tried Skyward Sword <laughs> first, and that didn't work. So we went to Ocarina of Time because <laughs> it was Skyward yes, Sword. And and the first five hours stuck. <laughs> but we went to Ocarina of Time after that, and I got really frustrated because she was like, oh yeah, I'm up to the Fire Temple, but I went on all this side questing, and I was like, no, you have to play. You have to go to the Fire Temple. And she was like, I got the bigger on sword, and I was like, okay. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I love Ocarina of Time. It's yeah, I, It's I, a good game. Ocarina of Time is great. I, I, Link to the Past, if I was going to say my favorite game of them, I would say Link to the Past. Yeah. Good. Link Between Worlds, too, by the way. I just want a, a shout out to that game. I have not had so much fun playing a game, playing a Zelda game in such a long time. I mean, I mean, yeah, Wind Waker, the Skyward Sword, 
Twilight Princess. Okay. Yeah. They were, they were fun and everything. And I really, I enjoyed them, but I didn't have a desire to really jump into the game like I did with A Link Between Worlds. When I played that game, it was the first time in a long time that I really felt that immersion that I used to get when I was a lot younger. I mean, perhaps part of it was because of the visuals, because it looked a lot like Link's Past. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, I thought that game was amazing. Yeah. Well done. Well done, Nintendo. You went from being someone who was on my my bad list to being someone who's on my good list very quickly <laughs> with your switch from Ocarina of Time to talking about a link to you know, we were, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. I was about to say we're, we have just enough people. We're usually an even number podcast, but we actually have an odd number of people. So we can vote between uh, a link to the past and Ocarina of time. Cause I was going to say my vote <laughs> is, Oh, we're going to start I'm this. Gonna, we're going to make my on, day terrible. On, you know, who's going to be the deciding vote Jake, because I don't know what he's going to say, but I know. I'm going to say Ocarina of Time because to me, that's the most replayable that I don't know what it is about that adventure, but I've played it a bunch of times. I can definitely see myself going back to it. I can see myself going back to it with friends and it's just an enjoy, it's just an enjoyable game. It's just a fun experience. Yeah. It's It's definitely the most epic of the storylines too. I mean, I, I would Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Yeah. The way it's presented is definitely the most grand. Um, though at the same time, I still have to give a shout out to I guess Wind Waker because the ending of Wind Waker is probably the most intense of all the games. I did and like Ganondorf's portrayal there. Oh my god! Did you just compliment Wind Waker? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's stupid. It's... Boats. <laughs> boats. <laughs> Who likes boats? I love boats. I like I land. Like trains. Spirit tracks time. Trains? Oh, did god. somebody say trains? Mm-hmm. Train sound. <laughs> no, There's gonna be train sound there. <laughs> never. You can I never stop found the train. A really nice photo of um, of it was a fan. It was fan art with Link. Oh, that you were about to say. I found a really nice photo of a train. I was gonna be like Jeff. <laughs> no, it was sorry. It was fan art that I found, and it was conductor Link standing next to his train, and it was like old timey photo, and I was like, this is really clever, oh. and it's nice <laughs> and stuff. So that's cute. It was cute. It made me think. I wow, to... Spirit Tracks maybe doesn't. Maybe it wasn't okay. worthless. So, since we were talking about no, like a Nintendo theme park thing, and I remember seeing a video uh, on, I forget what site it was on, but I'll post it down below. Uh, but it was a video of a guy who's on the toilet and his like his friend runs in and starts like explaining like different attractions that you would want to have in a Nintendo theme park. <laughs> and um, so I wanted to ask you guys what you guys all thought uh, would be your ideal Zelda attraction. Oh, that's easy. F zero. No, he said. <laughs> I want to race in zero gravity. He just said Zelda attraction. Didn't you say Zelda attraction? No. Did I miss you? <laughs> no, that was the perfect response. <laughs> okay. F zero. Ridley. <laughs> That's all I want. Racing against Ridley in F zero. No, just Ridley. Honestly, I like the idea of a water park based on the water temple. (laughs) Everyone's least favorite temple with everyone's favorite attraction. Everyone's complete with iron. Everyone's miserable. (laughs) No, a lawsuit waiting to happen. (laughs) I want the least peaceful like Animal Crossing attraction ever. Like I want an Animal Crossing roller coaster that goes faster. I want it to be. I want it to be peaceful at like on the outside, but like it's really, really dark if you think about it or oh, if you pay attention. Yo. Like you just see like blood okay. in the corners of every wall. Oh, 
Oh my god. You know what would be really cute though? If they had like a an an little Animal Crossing area and every Saturday at 8pm oh. there's like a K.K. Slider playing. If they did that. Oh. Oh my god. Well the closing concert could just be K.K. Slider. Oh god, I love K.K. Slider. Oh god. I want him as a pet. I wonder if, oh, have you ever We'd seen, like, I've seen... <laughs> I spent so much time in the, uh, in the Animal Crossing New Leaf game just trying to get the hero's clothes. <laughs> like, a <laughs> disgusting amount of time. Like, I probably stayed holed up for a week just playing that game, trying to get until I finally gave up because Animal Crossing did not want me to have You're nice welcome. things. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jeff, for putting that game You're on welcome. me. Hey, Adam, you want to try Animal Crossing? Yeah, sure, Jeff. What have you done to me? Yeah. I was Same thing I, with Fire Emblem. You know, it was crazy. I remember uh, Fire Emblem Awakening. I played basically every day uh, when it came out, up until when New Leaf came out. And I logged in probably 250 hours into Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. I logged 300 hours in Animal Crossing in a shorter span of time, like just between two months. It was oh, ridiculous wow. how much I love playing that game. <laughs> and now my town is alone, forgotten, and abandoned. I have not yeah. been to the my. <laughs> I have not been to Jeff's Animal Crossing town in forever. Because he was the mayor, and I just kind of moved in. So it's kind of like, things should happen in this town. And I was like, yeah, things should happen in this town. Too bad the mayor's away. And he never... <laughs> I think I came back once for some reason that I can't recall. And then... Everything was on fire. Everything was on fire, and I got scared and ran away. <laughs> it just became Death Mountain. It was kind of an amazing in a uh, way. It'd be terrifying. What I don't want to see is... I, I don't know if I want to see it because I've never seen it before. We've seen Mario and Luigi, uh, like people from Nintendo dressed up as them in the big mascot mm. costumes. We've never seen Link, a Link costume. It'd be more like the Disney, um, like the Disney yeah. characters. Well, and that'd be kind of weird. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, is that with um, you'd either have like a Toon Link, a giant person in a Toon Link outfit. Oh, that'd be yes. Or that'd you'd be essentially yeah, have, yeah. or you'd, ha- yeah, it would be adorable, but huge <laughs> and kind of awesomely scary in oh, a way. Oh, they have four swords. Um, they have all four of the four swords. Oh, things. that'd be cute. And they chase each uh, other around and throw, I love and throw it. bombs at each other. That ex- no. It'd just be like Peter Pan times four, like four like little mischievous kids. Yeah. Do you guys um, see something like uh, the Disney, you know, the Disney actors where like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they, they appear in yeah, character Yeah, I was actually going like to say um, the thing about Link specifically, like Ocarina of Time Link or something where it's like a... My, like a, uh, realistic, an, attract- an attractive dude in, in in a costume, I think it would go poorly because really? the thing about yeah because um characters like Jack Sparrow, uh, Tarzan, other like attractive males in D- Disney uh, Disney theme parks movies oh. and things like that um have often been harassed more than any other cast member really by women by women like yeah. they've been given numbers they've been felt up they've yeah. been hit on they've been stalked around essentially so Wait, these you're talking about people who uh replicate them in the theme parks yes the yeah. people that yeah people that play them in the theme parks often get the most sexually harassed are, of are any you trying character to, are you Ooh. trying to say you wouldn't sexually harass link in a uh, theme park i'm trying to say that if link was a played by a person in a theme park i feel like it'd be similar It'd be a similar issue where they'd have to essentially retire the character almost immediately because of all the harassment that was going on. Hmm. Yeah, that and fans can never get together and decide on how they feel Link should look. So anything that they do is going to cause them backlash. So honestly, Toon Link is the best call there. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the four Links would be fine. Like if you had them even with like a slightly varying color scheme, like from blondest to like most darkest brunette. You could you could do that, but at the same time, you'd still have people. Complaining. Did you just say most? Yeah, darkest? but here, here's the reality: people, most darkest yeah, brunette. Most yes, darkest. Jeff. People can't say anything here. You can't see me on on the audio. Try CE stands for copy edit. Pe- people will complain at first <laughs> um, because it doesn't fit into their view of Link. But the reality is that 
after a little while, they'll ha they'll just stop complaining because they'll just they'll start seeing Link in real life settings more and more, and it won't be a thing. Anymore. You know the Link because they'll be able yeah. to take a picture with a giant Toon Link, and then it'll be adorable. Well, one of the things that'd be really weird if like um, this is one of the things that I'm kind of interested in seeing how it turns out as Nintendo pushes their IPs onto other areas besides for games. Like, what's going to be the dominant look for each of the characters? Because for Link. I mean, now that he appeared in Mario Kart, and it's kind of his Skyward Sword version. Yeah, and they're going to go more know. with the blonde. Like, yeah, they're going with the blonde, but they're also, like, moving back towards cartoony. Um, yeah. Which which I don't think is a bad decision at all. I think, you know, worked fabulously in, in um, a, Link to, a Link Between Worlds, worked well in Skyward Sword. What was his hair color in that game again, just to be clear? Link Between Worlds. Yeah, was it br brunette or was it blonde? It was, it was dirty, dirty blonde. blonde. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think that if they at least made, like, because it's fine to have, you know, one or the other, but I think it'd be kind of good to just have, for Toon Link, it'd be just go back to, like, the sort of dirty blonde or brunette sort of look, which is more classic. And then for the 3D versions, you have the blonde Link. Yeah. Just to, you know, it that way they can appease everyone. Mm -hmm. So they're constantly going back and forth between blonde, brunette, blonde, brunette. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think, I think they're not going to put that much thought to it because I don't think they care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. To be, to be completely we honest, there are people that freak out about it, but Nintendo not caring. Yeah, the, re what the is reality this? is they're just going to do Life? what they do, and there, there's going to be a, you know a, a black-haired Link before you know it, and whatever. <laughs> link the, the Link the Hedgehog edge phase. Yeah, when Sakurai and Sora Studios gets in charge of uh, uh, Legend of Zelda, he wants everyone to go on his MySpace profile to hear his new song. Well, actually, you already have. <laughs> Wait, spoiler by uh, the way, if you haven't no. played Link Between Worlds, do not listen for the next five but seconds. We have Ravio. Oh no. Wait, what? What's going on? We have Ravio. Spoilers! Oh, well, yeah, I guess that's the thing. A Ravio's yeah. a rabbit. Spoilers unspoiled. I honestly thought you said Spoilers. we have ravioli. I was like, I'm, I'm in Orlando, man. We I, have ravioli. I am so confused We were talking about A Link Between Worlds yeah. and how there is technically already kind of a... Well, you, you have Dark Link, but you also have... But it's not really the same because it's more Shadow of Link. Yeah. yeah. And But we do have, like, the That'd alternate... makeup. We do have the alternate Link... As, as um, kind of shown in the Link Between Worlds. I'm kind of, and Zelda. I'm kind of Internet rule spoilers is six months. You're fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Ravia. I'm yeah. kind of really disappointed that there was no um, Ravia. It's not that big of a spoiler. Well, there was no, really I cool. was going to say, I'm really disappointed there was no Ravio costume for Smash Bros. With oh, Toon Link. option? Yeah. 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 Uh, I was hoping for Toon Link, actually. They would have had like a costume for uh, Young Link and a Link Between Worlds Link. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean they had the Link Between Worlds coloring. And it's very obvious. That's that, not the same. No, it, it, it's very obvious that's supposed to be, and it and it looks like Link. Link but you remember the 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 Skyward Sword color for for Link? Yeah. Where he's why couldn't they have just taken off his stupid hat? Would it really have been that hard? <laughs> yes. Yes, it would have yes. been they, that hard. They just colored his hat like in in the same color scheme, but they could have just taken it off. It's. Do know. any of the? It's really hard, Jake. Do any of the characters? Yeah, have I'm tired of all the. Oh, speaking of Smash Brothers and costumes, uh, the whole. Okay, did you guys hear earlier today that if you pre-order Splatoon, you get a, um, a Splatoon costume set for yeah, Smash Yeah, there Brothers? was a Splatoon Direct today. Um, it was pretty interesting. Another one? Uh, no, what? I think it was the one. Didn't we have one like a No, that was, that was Xenoblade. No, that was Xenoblade. No, that was Xenoblade. I thought that was... No. Man, my days have blurred together. I haven't been outside in like a week. <laughs> like I saw Jake once. That was it. <laughs> Since exams ended, I was like freed from all of my stress, and I've just been like holed up inside. Well, anyway, it's been Jake. weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's going to be Splatoon costumes, you know, the Inkling Girl and Boy. They look just like the Amiibos. So if, like, you you want to reference. And then there's, like, a third one that's just, like, a green squid hat. Um, a little confused by it because I kind of expected that maybe they would put the Inklings in for Smash Brothers. It wasn't one of my hopeful characters, but I kind of thought they were going to do it. No, I thought so, too. Uh, um, and my I, we had this discussion earlier today where you were like, just a thought. They have the costumes. Maybe they won't do the characters. And I brought up, well, they yeah. have a Link costume and they have a Mega Man costume as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was in my immediate thought, too. Like, maybe now that they have costumes, they'll say we don't need them. Because co- the costumes are spot on. Like, you even wear, like, head masks yeah, uh, of the yeah. characters. You basically look like a But they're character. really creepy. And I don't like They're that. Kind of disturbing. I don't think they blink. You mean you mean <laughs> Splatoon characters look creepy? That's no, not that's the crazy. Splatoon characters like the me costumes. The Splatoon characters. Yeah, yeah, are yeah okay. no. Yeah. I mean, like it was just kind of a joke on Splatoon characters. I'm kind of getting tired of the me costumes. They kind of look I want, like emo I want kids. character costumes, man. I I don't care about the me so much. Yeah, right? same. They, they, I mean, they released a, a ton of like like just essentially DLC costumes. It was kind of ridiculous. Yeah. It was kind of like. <laughs> And I begrudgingly purchased them. You, you, you purchased them? all of them? <laughs> I'm a bad person. Oh my god. I, 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 I had like another $10 on my eShop. I was like, I'm not going to buy oh, it. Jake, okay. we have a word. So. We, have a, we have a name for you. It's called an enabler. <laughs> Don't enable an enabler. And while we, while we yell at Jake, uh, if you have any of your own topics, theme song submissions, or anything like that, please send this to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. That's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, thank you to Brandon for that opening theme song. And if you like the banner for this week, be sure to check out my commission page, uh, check out my Tumblr and my Twitter, and you can find out more to see if you get your own little cool art piece done by me. Uh, or yeah. so, um <laughs> If that's your style. Yeah, if that's your style, you know, you can just get something boring done, whatever. Uh, but since uh, I mentioned that, I would like to get into the next fan topic sent to us by Ethan, uh, who writes, what would you do? What would you think about a Zelda game where you played Link using various classes? You could have an archery-based hunter class, mage class, and a swordplay-based warrior class, maybe even a musician class. Would you like a game like this? And if so, what classes would you choose or would you like to see? Thank you for your p- feedback. P.S. What happened to Post Adam? Why doesn't he speak anymore? I may have been on vacation, but now I'm back and Actually, I'm editing this audio, which has a lot of issues in it. Please, please kill me now. Did, did he really say that? Yeah, he asked. What well, happened to Post Adam? Why doesn't he speak anymore? I'm gonna guess that Post Adam just spoke right there in that in that blank silence. Yeah. How you doing, Post Adam? Well, I hate all of you to start. Ah, okay, <laughs> good to know. Okay, so back to the topic though. Uh, it's actually yeah. interesting he brings this up because apparently Miyamoto gave an interview where apparently in Link to the Past, uh, the the planned idea was that there were gonna be three playable characters who were each different classes. Oh. And I love the way he described it. He was like, there's Link, who's like a warrior, and then there's like a strong guy, or, you know, like a mage. And then he... And strong then one man just, punches face. One of them That's was full just... Name. One of them was just girl. <laughs> that was the class. Oh. <laughs> oh, he didn't give any further details. He was like, there's a mage class, there's a warrior class, and then there's girl. <laughs> Surprisingly, the one wearing the skirt is still Link. <laughs> it's a tunic. Uh, yeah. I think it'd be cool. Um, <laughs> it's a tunic. A tunic. I mean, I, I am always for, you know, Zelda shaking up the mechanics and trying to do something new because the thing By is... By putting in Zelda even, as a playable character? Yeah. Even if you didn't like it, like if they did it for a game and you didn't like it, well, that was just one game. They'll make another one, you know? Like, That's I, true. I, yeah. It's always good to keep ideas spinning around. Yeah, one yeah. could argue that Hyrule Warriors kind of did that, but I really don't want to count Hyrule Warriors because... in It's in not really a Zelda I game. I was like, that game wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like it so much? In high, the more I think about it, the less I like it. 
I, I, I was stoked for it, and I think it did a lot of things right, but I also think it, it just fell so short. For Is it so because, much, like... had so much potential, and it was... Sorry so to get repetitive. off track, but did you think that it was, um... It, like, it didn't feel like that what you were doing was necessarily rewarding? Um, it wasn't so much that. It was that I was doing the same things over and over and over and over. Like, it doesn't right. matter how you kill enemies because... They'll always enemies, they're just paper and you can do anything to bring them down it's really not that yeah. much of a rewarding challenge i guess which games like god of war have always had that where you know there's a bunch of enemies and they're really weak but they still have enemies that are really powerful and they do throughout. in this game too don't get me wrong yeah. but when every but time they, they come strategy. up i don't think oh yay challenge i think oh god this is just going to be annoying yeah difference because between... the problem with those bosses is that all they do is play the waiting game with you. You have to wait for them to show their weak points. It isn't like an actual mm-hmm. challenge. It's just how long is it going to take until the next animation King Dodongo does is open his mouth so I can throw bombs in there. Yeah. There's no, there's just no, like, it's just random. You just sit there and wait for them to do the thing to the point where nowadays, I, when I, the most recent times I played, you, <laughs> you kind of would but, hope, yeah, you kind of would hope you get more enemies like the Iron Knuckle. Uh, yeah, there's no tact to it. You just wait and then exploit the weakness, and that yeah. was it. And especially the game where there's so many items that you can use that you have at your disposal, you'd think that you could, like, okay, if I use this and then use that and then I attack, uh, it'll open up weakness. You have to use one specific item every time the one specific weak point appears, and that was it. Yeah, Yeah, I think that Sorry? Personally, I think they should just stop developing new Zelda games and re-release Wands of Gamelon over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Wands of Gamelon HD remake, Wands of Gamelon HD remake featuring Knuckles. (laughs) Wands of Gamelon (laughs) HD... Dante from Devil, DMC Devil May Cry. Yeah, they can they can update the game mechanics and the play, but as long as they keep the cutscenes intact, exactly how they were. <laughs> exactly. I, I want them to release a just hard, like, these... like a hardware expansion for the Wii U, where it's a disc reader, but the disc all the disc the only disc you can put in is Wands of Gamelon, and then you have Wands of Gamelon on the main disc, and you can play Wands of Gamelon twice. Can you on imagine the same Kingdom screen? Hearts announcing like a Legend of Zelda world, but it's just Wands of Gamelon? Gee, Sora, <laughs> it sure is boring here. I can't wait to blast some d- heartless. <laughs> my boy alrighty <laughs> um, alright but yeah I'm, back I'm, to this back to this I'm actually I'm really I don't like class systems all that much for like picking between mm-hmm. different classes for characters I do like the idea of what they're doing which is having different characters with different attributes and different you know stuff uh, but I hate personally like having to choose like if I'm going to be this character forever like, this yeah or like this link this is the class of link I want or this link this is like, I'd rather have different characters, and I'm happy that we have girl. <laughs> I, I think I, happy for girl. <laughs> Hashtag, thank you, thank you for girl. Thank you for girl. Oh, God, uh, yeah. It's good, it's also, good to vary. One other, one other problem I do have, I see what you're saying about class systems. One problem I do have is uh, in class-based games, is finding out that I picked the wrong one, I guess. Yeah. You know, like when I'm like, oh, I picked this class, and everyone's like, oh man, why'd you do that? You should have picked this one. This one's good because of the X, Y, and Z. Lasers. Your class is stupid. Yeah, but at least they let you like stick to it. I hate games where it's like Final Fantasy started to get a little ridiculous, where you could like, yeah, every character could be like every single okay, thing. Okay, in, in, in like, thirteen, are you talking about thirteen? Because thirteen did it really, really badly. Um, mm. I'm talking about like everyone after like nine. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, even seven and eight were kind of bad. Yeah. I mean, like, three, seven is seven, seven gets way. Yeah, seven gets way too much love for how terrible of a game it is following the other games in the series. Did you just call seven that, bad? 
I did just call seven. You know bad. what? I, here's Final here's, Fantasy seven is a bad game, and you shouldn't play it. The other games in the series are better, and that includes thirteen because thirteen, even their characters are more interesting, which oh, says something. Oh, you are stomping all over oh, my high are, school nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm gonna, but it's true. I'm, gonna dis- I'm gonna even Final Fantasy ten's oh, battle system is way more I fun. I can't oh, wait for the comments no. for this episode. Yeah, yeah. Final, Final, Final Fantasy eight is terrible. Final Fantasy VII at least has some memorable oh, characters. Oh, eight was eight was one of the very few. Eight ones. I only joke. played eight and ten. I played eight at a friend's house, and it was it was bad. It was like yeah, it's eight. Bad. It was really bad. Good. I can Tom. get on board with that. Eight we couldn't like... figure out how to do the stupid like pair up with the with the weapons mm-hmm. or whatever, and then like it got to a point where we just kept exploiting summons. And then we got to a point where we basically had a broken save file because can we, we talk didn't about level the, up well the, enough. The freaking <laughs> magic collecting. BS oh, from yeah. Final Fantasy oh, VIII. Draw oh, oh my god. god. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. My yeah. god. It's super complicated yeah. and weird, and our six year old <sighs> mind couldn't figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I, Aww, fi- Final Fantasy VI, aka three, <laughs> is by far the best one. It's probably one of the best up there. Yeah. It is a very good one. It is good. Four is really good as well. I hear nine is great. Yeah. Before we, uh, before we get into. Player, I want to ask you guys some questions about your projects, but before we get into that, Final Fantasy 1 and 2, highly recommend them, and I still want, I would love, based on this topic, I would love to see a Zelda game where you kind of have the four sword links. You know how they do the Super Mario RPG games, like um, uh, yeah. Mario and Luigi, Dream yeah. Team, and oh. things like that? Yeah. I would love to see a four swords where they're each a class based on the item that they chose to use, and you kind of do that sort of Final Fantasy style gameplay. I think it'd be cool. And that kind of, I guess, answers my my. Well, I do want to. I do want to get on that style. though. Yes, I, I do want to get on that topic of the RPG elements because I'm a huge RPG fan. Right now, I'm actually playing through Xenoblade Chronicles 3D, and I'm oh having, nice, how is it? Uh, I really like it. I mean, obviously, it's even compared to the Wii. There's a lot of graphical suffering, and uh, there was mm-hmm. moments on the Wii one where like you'd be in the middle of a battle and you let off like five attacks, and it slows down significantly, and it feels a little oh, yeah, it feels it. dramatic at first, and then you're like, wow, this is dramatic, and now it's pathetic, and it's dramatic. Uh, yeah, so there's more yeah. of that on the 3DS, but this is actually my second because I completed it on the Wii. Um, now I'm playing it through a second time, and I'm actually taking the side quest approach, which isn't that exciting, but you get to fight a lot tougher right. and you actually have to play does something that is so damning though that i i can't like i'm like it does that really annoying thing where if you don't do a certain side quest at a certain point you're forever locked out okay of it. that's really bad but there's enough side quests where i don't care that much about that like that's really bad for someone who's a completionist no, like it, myself it, like not like is. like i need to beat everything but rather if i see side quests in an rpg i feel like i have to do them before i'd go on to the next quest yeah, and that's oh, that's, dear. that's 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 that can be troublesome. It's really bad. But anyway, you must go round and round in mini games. <laughs> yeah, see, I, 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 I take the opposite. <laughs> a lot I like, of backtracking. I like the story. I take the story, and I don't really care about the mini games too much. See, I, I usually well, don't. But um, one thing that really drew me into this was um, uh, Alex Plant over at Gamnesia. He reviewed our copy of Xenoblade Chronicles 3D, and I was planning on getting it anyway. But then he talked about, you know, there's two approaches to the game. You play through the story. It's going to be a little difficult because you don't level up on side quests, um, but you get through, and it's great. Then there's a side quest, which aren't too interesting, but you'll be overleveled. You'll get to fight tougher enemies, things like that. And I'm trying to take that approach this time. The last, when I played through it the first time, ignored everything. There was just no side quests, and that's the usual. I remember talking to a friend last night. Uh, Jake and I were 
at dinner with a friend of ours, and he said that when he plays Dark Souls, he does the same thing. He plays through it once, and he doesn't do, look at anything. He doesn't care. He just plays through the game. And the next time, he like tries to absorb as much of the lore as he can. And I think that's kind of interesting because Wind Waker kind of does that for, like, kind of encourages that. Like the first time you play it, you everything's an island. The second time, it translates. Correct? Yeah. 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 So it encourages you to go back and like really explore all the lore. Uh, but getting back to um, the RPG elements thing, I'm a big mm-hmm, fan of RPG. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see the Legend of Zelda incorporate more RPG elements. I liked some of the stuff they did with Skyward Sword, where you could level up your gear. That was, it was interesting because it was it made gear improvements it, have always it, been a good thing. It made thing collecting rewarding because um, I, I don't like the bug collecting. I don't I don't like that kind of task either. Unless like when, when I was playing through Ocarina of Time, I was like I really want to one hundred percent it. Um, what about a Link Between Worlds? Yeah. Right, right. But with Skyward Sword... That was a pretty good upgrade system. In yeah, too. Um, but with Skyward Sword, I was like, well, I could have the shield, or I could get this much better shield if I keep doing this, or better arrows and things like that. So, seeing The Legend of Zelda continue that a little bit, um, and most importantly, keep it organic, so it's not so much at the beginning of the game, you choose one style based on, well, I think this would be a good idea, but as you play, it's kind of like, well, I end up using my bow a lot, so my bow skills increase, and I get better at the bow, and I'm actually using the bow because I'm having a lot of fun. And that you just gets better. The game rewards you for how much you put time you put into it, and that would be a cool system to me. So, how does the wand of Gamelon upgrade? <laughs> uh, uh, that's... It upgrades over time by just giving into entropy and being forgotten. Being <laughs> forgotten. <laughs> I don't know. I, to I, add I on like to that, can't. I actually liked um, how they started doing the sort of moves thing in uh, Wind Waker. Yeah. And they carried it through with um, Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess. I really, I really liked that. I liked being able to, you know. You know, you you move your controller this way, and and you do like a backflip forward and slash, or you like jump twice and roll. I thought that I thought that was pretty innovative too. At mm-hmm. first, I at first I was like, I can't figure out how to use this. I'm I must I must just be a terrible gamer. But then after enough you know enough trial and error, I actually got pretty good at it, and then I started really liking it. Okay. Um. So since uh, I guess we covered that. I know in in previous episodes we've talked about um with how in Zelda U we like to see kind of a um like a a skill tree of sorts where you can kind of choose which things to get better at. You can focus on your bow or your swords and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since you mentioned this, Tom, what did you mean earlier with the there's a new video coming out with Player Piano? Can you tell us a little bit more more about that? Uh, for those of you who haven't seen Player Piano videos, um, they can you just explain that as well? Also, Sorry. Adam, can you make sure like. Can you put their uh, their teaser for the Zelda project below? Definitely because, doing it down yeah, below. Yeah, because that that yeah. video was just uh, so exciting. Yeah, do, of course, obviously doing that. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, it was like I remember I, saw, I remember I saw it and like the way big news and exciting news like that works on the site works at works on the site is uh, one per, one of us will see it, then start showing it to the others, and it's like, wait, this thing's real. This isn't a fake thing. Someone we, made something cool. And then we talk about it for like three <laughs> We talk about three it for hours. three hours. And it's like, we should post it, shouldn't we? It's like... And someone's like, I already <laughs> posted it. And we're like, oh, yeah. yeah. We have been talking for a while. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, um, uh, play, Player Piano, uh, if you want the quick elevator spiel of it. Uh, player Piano <laughs> is a YouTube channel that I co-created with my partner, uh, Sonia Belasova, who's a uh, composer and pianist. 
and um, we do music videos, um, and she does these crazy arrangements of popular songs and film, TV, video game scores, and mm-hmm. I uh, produce and direct videos to kind of fit in with the theme of whatever song she's mm-hmm. doing. And sometimes that can be just solo piano pieces. Other times we can have other musicians. Um, we're starting to explore doing much bigger orchestrated elements. Um, right. And so it's 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 fun. It's cool. We've we've done videos like Tetris, and uh, we did a video based off of Akira. Uh, when we did that street. is my favorite. One of my favorite. I listen to that all the time whenever I'm doing like working on things. I'll just let that play in the background because it's it's awesome. Which thing? Akira, just... the the anime. Yes, mm. you yeah, have so all we... my respect. Akira inspired Metal Gear. Uh, Akira is the it's the first anime I ever saw, and it's still my favorite. It's probably one of the most influential anime movies. That and Cowboy Bebop are probably what makes anime in the West exist. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, yes. uh, but Sonya is a cosplaying pianist too, right? Well, so she, um, the way it all sort of started is uh, I used to work for Stan Lee. He had a YouTube channel called World of Heroes. And um, so I ran that channel. And when when I was thinking of content to try to produce to to do for the channel, one of the ideas I came up with was called Cosplay Piano. And um, the idea was very simple. It was, you know, let's mix cosplay and the piano. Um, Mm -hmm. Very... Very genius. No. <laughs> did you dress up the but, Did you no, dress up the piano? I, it, well, no. So, yeah, well, here's here's where we started. Um, so we did um, a couple episodes of cosplay piano based off of Walking Dead, Game of Thrones. Piano Batman, was dressed as my waifu. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, but we did things like we did Batman, and she we had her dress up as Catwoman playing the Batman theme. We did Game oh, nice. of Thrones, and we went to several locations. And we had her dress as several of the different characters, like the dragon. <laughs> we have dragons. <laughs> there, there, no, there are dragons in it. Oh, okay. Um, cool. So what happened is we did a couple episodes then, and then the uh, you know the money train ended. They Fizzled. stopped. They stopped funding it. Um, and Sony and I decided that we really enjoyed doing it, and we wanted to figure out a way to continue doing it. So we independently created player piano. Um, and the reason we didn't call it cosplay piano was A, we didn't have the rights and they weren't giving them to us. No. Um, but B, we, um, we wanted to make sure that we could also do like not just cosplay type stuff. So we wanted like recently we did Bohemian Rhapsody. We did mm-hmm. a Flight of the Bumblebee thing. So we wanted to be able to branch out and do different also, things. Also, player piano sounds way better than <laughs> yeah, cosplay piano. It does. I, I, pers- I personally like player piano better anyway. So It looks nicer. It is, it, nicer. is it usually written as player colon piano? Uh, that's the, our logo is the way we sort of made it that way. Um, it's just a, we, we, we wanted to have the logo have some sort of musical element. So there's, you know, there's lines from the, the staff. Okay. And then, okay. uh, and then we have a colon. But it's if you if you're just gonna write it, you can just write player piano. Okay. Um, but right. what we did for player piano is a little bit different because Akira was our very first video we did as player piano, mm-hmm. and I was we we had to turn it around incredibly quickly. Like Sony only had a couple days to write that song. Um, I had to figure out a video for it, and I was, you know, trying to wow. come up with a concept like that would work. And I was like, okay, we're shooting this next week. I I don't know what we're doing. There's going to be a bar, I guess. I'm going to try to find a, a red piano. And then at one point, I thought, okay, well, okay, we're, instead of just getting a red piano, why don't we modify a piano to make it have a look and a feel similar to sort of how the bike is? You know, obviously, we're, yeah, we're not going to make the crazy. bike. Yeah, mm-hmm. so what we did is we got an upright piano. We found it in some guy's backyard. And we uh, we decked it out. We had our production designer went in and we repainted the 
inside to give it a sort of metallic look. We put some LED lights um, running throughout it so it lit up. Um, we we painted it red. We put like a pill logo. And how um, many uh, how many weeks did it take you to do that one? Because that's that that is a really impressive video. We like, literally turned that that video around and just. It's like I came up with the concept. We shot it two weeks later, and we released it two weeks later. Because oh my what god, the, what the oh, it was terrible. Um, what that <laughs> no, was, but it's 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 crazy because of how impressive it is and how like professional it looks. To, yeah, compared it's to like, like a, a lot of the other. Yeah, no, I mean like almost. compared to like all the other content you see online, all the other stuff that you see people make. You guys did something that was fantastic. Like when I see like the 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 Zelda project stuff. Just like these fantastic things that you guys are, are making happen just online. It's it's really incredible. It's yes. really inspiring. S- sometimes sometimes they take longer than others, but mm-hmm. with, with the case <laughs> of Akira, it, we sort of had a machine in because I have a, a like a production team and we were working on another project at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um so we were we were sort of double double dipping there. Um and everybody is just really, really on point and they're they're amazing to work with. Um, but what we were, the, we already sort of had it in place because we were going to do a cowboy bebop thing. Because this uh. whole, this whole thing was a, um, well, we were going to do either cowboy bebop or attack on titan. Cause this Never thing, do attack on titan over cowboy bebop. Well, Never. okay. I, well, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I, I, yes. But what, what <laughs> happened was we were, we were partnering with the anime expo and they wanted yeah. us to do a video for them. Um, so we were going to do an anime thing. So we talked about Attack on Titan. We talked about Cowboy Bebop, but both of those, um, projects we could not get the music rights for because we have to clear the rights to be able to make a, an arrangement and then post it on the internet. Otherwise, we're yeah. just illegally posting someone else's, you know, somebody's underlying work. Yeah. Um, and both those denied us, which is too bad. Maybe they'll that come sucks. around at some point, but, um, that was the thing. So I was like, like coming up with ideas and I already had like the team in place and we we're already doing stuff. And then it was like a, okay, well, let's do Akira. Can we do Akira? And I was like, Akira at this point is like, you know, it's, it's such a classic, but at the same time, it's like, it's a little easier to get the rights because they're not really doing much with it at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said yes. And I was like, great. We have to release this thing in like a couple of weeks, so. <laughs> but it was great. I mean, it was I I love Akira, so for me, like coming up with an idea for Akira was easy because I'm like, okay, right, I, I've I've seen Akira so many times. Let's do some bar setting. Let's get all the elements that I kind of love about Akira. We we populated the bar with characters that somewhat have an Akira feel. We put neon lights in. We gave Sonya a costume with the uh, with the pill logo that we put the piano thing on to make it. <laughs> Interesting, and also it was our first player piano video, so we kind of had something to prove. Mm-hmm. So we we, yeah. pu- we put we pulled out the guns on it. So it it turned out really well. Um, it was really exciting to see that that video the first time. Uh, and if you haven't check it out down below, it's it's a really good, really good video. Um, but uh, let's switch shift, shift gears a little bit. Let's ask uh, Sarah about the Zelda project a little bit about that. Um, how that yeah, started. Fun. Because oh, uh, then we'll talk about how you guys got <laughs> together and started working on what is to be with the final battle. Don't give them. Don't give it away. Uh, the Zelda project. So um, this is going to take her like five hours to explain. <laughs> <if you have time. laughs> this project. I swear to gosh, it's like it's it's taken up so much of my life, and you know <laughs> I hyper focus on things too. So when I start something, 
by George, I'm going to finish it. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care if it kills me. I'm going to finish it. By Tom, even. By Tom. <laughs> actually, by, Tom actually might help me help me get through this. In fact, he's he's pretty much my guardian angel now. But um, so in just a text that says Tom help, and it's like, okay. There, there have been many. There have been so. many texts like that. <laughs> And many texts of me saying, thank goodness I met Tom. I'm so glad I met Tom. (laughs) But uh, so in 2008, um, a friend of mine, uh, she and I, we toured Europe. And I used to be big in the cosplay scene. And Mm -hmm. we went to Russia, Germany, and Amsterdam. And we hit up a bunch of conventions there. And while we were there, we were really inspired by a lot of the visuals, the castles, the rolling hillsides, everything just spoke Hyrule to us. And she, at one point, cosplayed as Princess Zelda from Twilight Princess. Mm -hmm. And we had always wanted to do a Castlevania short film. But at the time, we were ill-equipped for doing something like that. But what we could do was we wanted to do a, a Zelda cosplay group. And so we started while we were sitting in our hotel rooms in these, in these various countries, we started sort of brainstorming about what we wanted to do. Did we want to do a cosplay group? Did we want to just do photos? And at the time, um, we were sort of growing out of doing cosplaying at conventions because they were getting pretty hectic and, uh, it was more comfortable for us to do, uh, locations and photo shoots. And we felt that we could bring the world to life a lot better by doing elaborate photo shoots. And right. one thing ended up leading to another. And, uh, I became very inspired by the Annie Leibowitz Year of a Million Dreams ad, which were those, those, I don't know if you guys saw them. They were the, uh, the Disney ads that had like Scarlett Johansson as Cinderella. Um, David Beckham is Prince Philip and, um, Mm. they were really beautiful. And I thought, wouldn't that be really cool if I could do the same thing, take models, do cosplay for them, but give them sort of really high end locations with digital enhanced backgrounds to make it look like I was really looking at the real character in the world of Hyrule and not just, you know, like a typical cosplay photo that I did for myself, which is just me in a costume standing with a background that could be Midgar, you know? So, <laughs> so Look, uh, a tree. <laughs> exactly. I'm in a forest, therefore I'm definitely in Hyrule. Yeah. So, I mean, and you know, not not to not to bash on people who cosplay or in forest, trees. Or trees. Sorry, trees. Our first photo shoot was in a forest. <laughs> but um Ultimately, it, 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 we were so well received with our first photo shoot, which was in a forest, uh, that we, we really tried to step up our game for our second photo shoot, which was the Lawn Lawn Ranch. And after that, we decided that, you know, we weren't able to do our Castlevania short film, but we really wanted to do a Zelda short film. And we had been talking about it for a while. And our, our old goal had been to do, uh, like a teaser like trailer, like a fake trailer. And then mm-hmm. of course IGN uh IGN came in and did their did their trailer oh, no. and we were like, whoops, we were too slow. <laughs> so we shifted gears again and we decided to make it a short film. And uh pretty much the the coolest thing that we could think of uh to come up with was an actual scene from a game. I mean people have done a lot of different Zelda related uh they content. do like their own their own stories or they'll do like 
just like random sort of like yeah there have been great there have been you know there have been great great projects that fans have done where they've done their own story there have been music videos that are like funny stuff like that but we wanted Mm -hmm. to do something that was kind of in theme with the project which was bringing to life ocarina of time specifically and so it only made sense for us that we would bring to life a scene from the game and that's kind of where we're at right now with doing the final battle uh, because it's the final battle between Link and Ganondorf for the fate of Hyrule and Princess Zelda. So that's kind of where we're at now. So they, they picked the easiest possible scene to film. <laughs> Absolutely, because, you know, that's what I'm all about. I'm all about making it easy on myself. What makes that... <laughs> that's why this is happening so fast. What makes that so easy to film? <laughs> well, no, I... Sarcasm. <laughs> Sarcasm. Sarcasm. No, no, she, she, she picked literally the final battle, which, um, well, I guess it could be pretty easy if you, if you really did it the way they have it in the game, which is you just sort of, um, you know, hit the, uh, play the dark tennis. magic dragon. <laughs> just, just which play. is, which or is not tennis. what our short film is going to be. Or you go, you just like get a tennis court and you get like one guy in a Ganon costume, another guy in a Link costume, and they're playing tennis literally. <laughs> Yeah, but with swords. Lightning or tennis. But with swords. I think they, I think they, <laughs> Much harder. I think they did that in the. They did that in the latest uh, that Smosh video that they. Had. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> I was actually, I've actually been thinking forth. about this. Not this whole time, but uh, when we got to something where we mentioned Ganondorf, because I remember their Ganondorf just was very strange. What was their Ganondorf like? Uh, I don't know how to describe him. Oh, no. To be fair, Gan- Ganondorf is very strange. He is very strange. He's an organist. A wizard pig man that can tra- that can live throughout centuries. He can also play the organ. He can also play the organ, yeah. Very talented. very talented. Well, he's not a pig man until he's Ganon, right? Isn't that how he becomes a piggy? I mean, he's, al- he's always a pig man on the inside. Just gotta embrace that. No, that's understood. <laughs> yeah. Men are pigs. Embrace the pig inside. Thank you for the girl. Yeah. So, uh, expanding on, expanding on Sarah's thing, just cause I, I know she'll get into it, but, um, what they did instead of doing the last battle first is they did this teaser, which is what mm-hmm. this, uh, the, the live action Zelda teaser that's on player piano right now, um, which is Link riding through Hyrule, um, to get to, to you know, to get to the final battle. So we have big ambitions, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I never make things easy for myself because every single project of mine ends up becoming a lot bigger than I had originally anticipated. And when looking on paper at how much this thing would likely cost, I realized that there's no way that I could self-fund it, uh, especially considering that I was struggling as it was to fund um, the photo shoots. And they were like 1% of what the budget would be for this thing. So yeah. obviously everybody on the internet was going towards Indiegogo, Kickstarter, mm-hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera. The average like indie film costs around a million or $2 million alone. And, yeah. and people like, like freak out about that. And, and, and I feel like rocket jump did a really great job uh, with their recent Indiegogo um, where they made an infographic, which actually kind of shows just how much you have to spend in order to make a quality product. And mm-hmm. I was I was really appreciative of that because it kind of educates the internet a lot on the fact that this stuff costs a lot of money. And while lots of people have passion projects and they want to work for free, they still have to pay rent. They still have to buy food. Right. We were actually just talking about that before the podcast, you and I. 
Yeah, we were, we were I was explaining to him how how the budget just alone for the photo shoots that we have planned is around 20 to 25,000. dollars And while I obviously try to get as much volunteer work as I can, a lot of people um who are really really good, who are really sought after, who can really get the quality that we need uh are are obviously not going to work for free and so it 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 takes a lot of money and a lot of effort and a lot of elbow grease and a lot of glad handing with people to get them to mm-hmm. to produce something that the fans can really appreciate so yeah. obviously we wanted to go towards indiegogo because the only way we thought we could fund something like this final battle would be if we did crowdfunding so we ended up uh talking to a lawyer and trying to go forth with Nintendo. And uh, while talking to them, I ended up uh, having my director, the original director, um, drop out because he got pulled onto a new project. And so at first I was kind of panicky. I was like, we're about to launch this Indiegogo. What do we do? And um, so he and I talked and he ended up putting me in contact with Tom. And there are a couple of others that I spoke with as well, but there's nobody that I hit it off better with than Tom. I mean, he sat down and he, I had already shown him, uh, the 90%, uh, product of the, the teaser trailer that, you know, you guys saw. Yeah. And he really liked it. And he really thought that, especially with the budget that we had, that we did a great job. And he was totally, he loved Zelda and he was totally down. And I, 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 I felt like this overwhelming, like weight lift off of my shoulders because finally I had somebody in my court who could push things forward that was as dedicated and awesome at getting things moving as me. So that's kind of if I remember story. if I remember correctly, I think she had poured a couple glasses of whiskey when I came <laughs> I to that did. meeting. <laughs> I did. She was just surrounded by like a sea of glasses of like whiskey, some empty, some full still. And she's like, I hey. I you <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is a great idea. I was like, would you like some whiskey? <laughs> Please help me with my project. <laughs> yeah. And but no, I, I mean, history. if I get him drunk enough, he'll say yes. Yeah, no. So ultimately <laughs> we, uh, we didn't do, we didn't go ahead with the crowdfund. Uh, obvious for obvious reasons for obvious yeah. reasons right mm-hmm. it's one thing doing something based off of their property and like getting their yeah yeah, yeah. super cool. like even the, the new uh, mother 4 game like they've announced they've stated we will not accept donations we will not accept crowdfunding we will not make any profit because if yeah. they do Nintendo's going to say right. oh, project no, m has had the same issue yeah. uh yep. it's like the the whitelist that is plaguing over youtube right now i'd have to say um nintendo is not really good about fan projects in general well yeah but you know the thing is is like you know they have their creators program so when we did yeah um, (laughs) yeah, but but here's it depends on how you look at it like when we uploaded the the zelda project trailer Mm -hmm. um we went through the the nintendo program and they accepted it and you know they're they're taking a, a a piece of it but like they're not pulling it down that's and for us, that's the most important thing. Is that they're, they're sending okay the cops after you right now, Tom? Yeah, I was, sorry about that. For, for anybody listening, I guess we're I'm, keeping that in. I, I think it's I think it's through Tom, so I can't take it out. No, oh, it's okay. definitely through me. But for for anybody listening, I was I 
I'm I'm outside because he's on the run. He's I'm in Los Angeles. Sorry, <laughs> I'm guys. in Los Angeles, so there's <laughs> helicopters flying and there's all sorts of things happening. It's there's GTA car chases over there. happening. <laughs> it is it is most definitely GTA here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I I don't have a problem with the Nintendo Creators Program because honestly, like it is <laughs> it is Nintendo's property, and guys, they are sending oh. the cops after me. Yeah, no. So I, I don't have a problem with Nintendo um, taking a slice of the pie because, then you know, it's their property. Um, yeah. And I think you're gonna see that starting to happen a lot more with the other developers who are like, cool. oh, you know, everyone's like, oh, these guys are cool with it. I they have leagues and lawyers who are not cool with it. Well, the thing just... is that that uh, the reason that Nintendo does not want to, and no gaming company wants to really bring up the argument to court, is that they know that there's a good chance they could lose. When it comes to this, uh, the licensing battle on over these YouTube videos, right. over like let's plays and content, because they could say legally that while they do own the rights to the property of the game, it's the same thing as if someone was wearing a pair of pants in a video. It doesn't necessarily make the video. The one that's making the video that makes the video entertaining is the person. Is yeah. The, how, the, the, the however, personality. however, yeah. though, I mean, you can mm -hmm. look at it like you look at music rights, and that's really yeah, where they yeah. get you is the music. If you're playing any of the music, yeah, they really get you there. If you but guys want to talk about rights, um, actually, uh, can we just one talk thing about rights? That you have for... to know yeah, is that when you have artwork depicted on a character, for example, you're doing an indie film and you've got a character and he's got wearing a t-shirt on and it's yeah. a tree. You have to own the rights to the to artwork that on that t-shirt as mm -hmm. well. So, yeah. I mean, you yeah, can like, go back and forth about it all day long. That's why, kids, you should buy a bunch of clothes that have no logos on them. Stripes. I, 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 Stripes I, and polka dots. Not even those. Just in case. <laughs> You'll get sued because that's Ness wears stripes. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. You just make a video about a kid walking around with a baseball cap and stripes on. Ness, sued. Well, on the topic <laughs> of Nintendo shutting things down, oftentimes when we are... Um, when, when we're looking through comments, we always get people talking about the hero of time. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to bring that up. I remember uh, when they first were working on their project and when they finally finished it, Nintendo was actually cool with them making the movie and they were cool with them even premiering it. Um, from what I recall, when they oh yeah, on the one blog, the the one where it's like the whole movie, but they the were feature like feature length, yeah, yeah. But people they... always like to bring that up. The problem was that mm -hmm. what they they Nintendo left left them alone, but what they kind did of. was they tried to sell DVDs, and yeah. then at that point, then Nintendo stepped in and said something. But they were actually pretty cool with them doing their movie up until yeah. that you know, point. Something's really weirding me out about Nintendo though lately. Didn't they come out and make a statement a few months ago that they're totally cool about like fan stuff and like yeah you know, through their program, content? but then they yeah, released the, the program, program and the program is really bad. A so of, that was just a crock of nonsense. In the same like. way that, um, for those of you who don't know, uh, but in the same way that um, the when when YouTube changed its model for advertisements from uh, minutes watched to uh, from clicks to minutes watched, a yeah. lot of animators got screwed over, and a lot of the, them saw like their once livable lives where they could make animations like constantly and just work on that and just enjoy doing that to making pennies every month, and yeah. uh, a lot of. Um, I guess people on YouTube that do Let's Plays and things like that are seeing saw a similar sort of backlash from Nintendo, which it wasn't as bad because Nintendo was just the one of the companies that you could play games doing these sort of this sort of content for. But um, it was it's it kind of like it was kind of like a, a shock, where it was like yeah, well, but oh. look here's here's the thing because and, and again, people will will hate on me for this, but I have to when we do music rights, I have to go through this whole stupid process to 
get the licensing rights. Many times I come right. with the revenue share, and I have to give a certain percentage up. And that's just sort of the way it is. I mean, like, as much as, you know, it's great that people can make a living just playing video games and recording it and people are watching it, but you're, you're still using somebody else. You're still making money off of somebody else's It can't property. just be that easy, yeah. Yeah, it can't just be that easy. And it's really, I, the biggest thing, honestly, is not the, that Nintendo wants a cut or that anybody yeah. else wants a cut. It's that YouTube takes such a huge cut. That's mm-hmm. part of the problem. Yeah, well, yeah. the thing is, is that Nintendo was basically taking a chunk from the creators and not part of YouTube's cut. So YouTube was still taking a cut, and then Nintendo was taking a part of the creators' cuts. Instead of the company, it was the, it was the person that was getting sort of hurt as a result. Well, yeah, because you, YouTube's not going to let them take any cut of it. Cause there's, yeah, yeah, I heard, wasn't it Angry Joe who came out and said he's not doing any more Nintendo videos? He was. I think yeah, a, lot of, a lot of creators that do games yeah. and stuff have just basically said, Nintendo is dead to us but, but in here's terms the- of content. <laughs> And it's the... it's kind of hurting them as a result, the not yeah. the creators. It's hurting Nintendo as a result because we've talked about this before. We talked about this like last week that Let's Play content is essentially '90s advertisement for Nintendo. The same sort of like hyped up. This game is amazing, even if it's a bad yeah, game. It's a still a great experience. Yeah. You know, you should play it just because it's like a fun experience to have by yourself or with friends. That's yeah, what these sort of videos do. Money. Is that even if the game would never sell, like Sonic Boom would sell maybe a few copies, but it wouldn't sell nearly as much as it has. I thanks almost to the YouTube got market. it because when I after I saw the Game Grumps play it and like how just awful it's it was, um, I wanted to It's like to this buy is it. an experience. <laughs> Go buy it. It's yeah. like amazingly bad. I mean, but again, I I think that this is just the start. You know, people are hating on Nintendo now, but I guarantee you, we're going to start seeing these other publishers start to do it because oh, you cer- can count on it. Because at oh, yeah. a certain point, they're going to be like, okay, well, Nintendo's getting away with it, and it's working, so now let's just use their system, the same the same sort of model, and yeah. let's do it. They're going to just I mean? kill the market. Well, uh, I'm it's wondering, a, where, it's gonna, I'm wondering where it's going to settle, because they're, I, I mm-hmm. wonder, what, some companies obviously have to see some sort of tangible benefit out of that. If, a lot of companies well, do. Well, even so, like... It, I mean, even Nickelback has, has expressed the the understanding that they understand the reason they only exist is because of internet trolls at this point. I was waiting for Nickelback <laughs> oh, yeah, to did. come into the conversation. <laughs> yeah. but uh, Nickelback is the ultimate bad game. By the way. Yes, ult- ultimate bad game. <laughs> but I, I was just saying, like, it, it'll be interesting to see where this settles because this is Nintendo wasn't the first one to ever do something that you know pissed off YouTubers, uh, video game YouTubers. Yeah. yeah, and they won't. They certainly won't be the last as we're as we're um, hinting towards. But, um, I mean, we're still very early in the creators program, to be fair. We're still very yeah. early. Nintendo made it clear that they were still, you know, they don't know what they're doing. And half the time, even, I, I remember there are times, you know, we've heard things that they, uh, say about one game or one franchise at one time. And then like a year later, they're going in a completely different direction. Yeah. The, the thing with Nintendo is that a lot of their decisions always seem to be part naive and part intentful. Or, yeah. uh, but I can't, but, and the thing is, is that after, for a company that's been around for 125 years, I can't tell which of those two frustrate me more when it's a bad decision. They're kind of insane. Uh, if anybody least... watches, like, shows like Gravity Falls, there's, like, that cokey old man that, like, makes, like, death rays and stuff in his backyard. That's Nintendo to me. Is that <laughs> they have the intelligence to make, like, a death ray in, like, like, no, like, no problem at all, but then they'll also just, like, live in a dumpster for no reason. <laughs> because I, they can. <laughs> I for I for one was extremely grateful that the Nintendo program existed because, you know, I I before that happened, before we found out about it, I was like, well, we're definitely not posting this onto our channel because I don't want the risk of a takedown notice um, mm-hmm. and a strike Being against the channel. Being associated with the channel. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that's the thing because as a channel, you if you get a if you get a strike against you, it it affects a lot of different things. So um, for us, it just gave us a legal way to to upload the video. So mm-hmm. I was very happy that it happened. But I don't do let's play videos. So if I did yeah. let's play videos and tr- and made a living off of it, you know, I would hope that I'd be PewDiePie and making four million dollars a month off. Yeah, you'd oh, have God. a major stake. Dream. <laughs> yeah. All you have to do is scream. And then you can just buy us like enough shares of the company that you can decide what happens. Exactly. And then also <laughs> let's let's see how many of these net these let's play video people that absolutely hate on Nintendo and say they're never gonna do a Nintendo Let's Play again. Let's see how many of them do the let's play for Zelda when it comes out. <laughs> that's yeah. the that's that's I, the reality. I well, think then that's you have, like, companies like it's funny because you have companies like that, but then you have companies like Valve who are just like do whatever you want <laughs> all the yeah. time. It's like, I know, hey, it we took, your, but, we took uh, your game and we modded the source code fair. and we made a game out of it called Gary's Mod. To be fair, yeah, we're I good mean, with look it. how Steam operates compared to how Nintendo operates. I mean, come, Oh, they come understand on. how the that's, internet works. Well, yes, they understand how the internet works. That's one thing that's definitely true. But they're very, they run very differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And it's different because, like, Nintendo has a different overall plan, which is to become, like, more of a lifestyle entertainment sort of thing. Like, just this yeah. overarching sort of, like, all... Because they, I think... I mean, Sega recently announced that they're going to just focus on the Japanese mobile market, not even on games anymore. Yeah. Konami did, too. That's well, Konami sad. didn't, but uh, some they're internal getting... information is being leaked that's suggesting that. Yeah, which is sad. And uh, oh, I think, Konami. Jake, you and I were talking about this the other day about, like... Um, because a lot of uh, creators don't exactly have the rights to the IPs that they make. No, they um, don't. That Inafune left. He's making, you know. Yeah, he can't make Mega Man anymore. But he's making Mighty Number no. Nine, movie. which is like kind of a ripoff. But it's his. It's it's crazy. It's ripping off his own thing that he. It's created. ripping off his own idea because Capcom sure isn't going to do anything with it. Yeah. They're just tight-fisted and holding on to it. And but this is like the only way that though. he can kind of. Uh, Legally, yeah. sort of keep it, and it's it's funny because Tom, you mentioned you know that Nintendo's doing this now, and it kind of might lead to other companies doing this. I think that with uh, Kojima and Konami splitting up, and Konami kind of has the rights to Metal Gear, I yeah. think that Kojima might be the first person to ever try to sue their the old company for his own IP. Well, that would be yeah. amazing. Um, um, friends of ours actually did a live action uh, Metal Gear called Metal Gear Solid Philanthropy and oh, wow. they were endorsed by Kojima. He Wait a minute, that was he's, he's one of the best people. Like I follow his Twitter. He's always promoting someone who's doing anything that has to do with Metal Gear or something to do with his product. Philanthropy was amazing. I know my friends were oh, the ones right? that did it. Oh, it was your friends. Okay. Yeah. But still, one of the, the, the guy who supervised the VFX for the Zelda Project's video also supervised the VFX for uh, philanthropy, and they I were, think they were, said do, he cried they were building their Indiegogo was... campaign around the same time that we were building ours, and they got the notice from Konami that they couldn't do it because the Metal Gear Solid rights had been sold to uh, a movie studio, and so they right. couldn't Yay. do it. But Kojima yeah. was behind the ri- them oh, God. all the way. Fun fact yeah. about the Metal Gear movie: the writer for it has only made one other movie that got like a forty on Metacritic. Why would they hire yeah. him then? I don't know because they're just dumb. you know it's it's funny because like <laughs> like studios like uh, Lucasfilms I mentioned this in the the news reading uh, Lucasfilms wants to make another Indiana Jones film uh, but they have no idea what they want to do with it yet they just know they want to make another one and they're waiting until they figure out what story we want to use who they want to have for it everything and I think that's a better way to do it I think that 
kind of preemptively just being like, let's make something and they just do it is always a bad idea. You always should plan things out. I think Tom and Sarah, you guys, good example of that because you guys plan everything out and it, it works yes. really well and it, yes, as an end do. result. Even like, with a two-week turnaround. Even with a two-week <laughs> turnaround. Like, well, I mean, I think that's the thing because you guys are you're experienced yeah. that you're able to do something like that and have it pull together miraculously. Well, um, that's why I'm curious about um, the idea of now that we know Nintendo is not only going to mobile, but they're going into theme parks and they're mm-hmm. going to be, they, you know, they've stated. They're partnering, they're they doing what Marvel did, they're, which is yeah, what... moving their IPs out. Um, if we do get a film or TV show type thing, um, it's, it, it's interesting because I, I, I think they're not just cautious how they are usually, uh-huh. uh, but they're cautious because of the big whopping mistake that was the Super Mario Bros. movie. Yeah. Oh, and, and how Marvel has been kind of. Amazing. <laughs> did you hear? Um, <laughs> did you hear my favorite human being on Earth, uh, Avi Arad, Me? wants to. Oh. Uh, he wants to secure the rights for a Smash Brothers movie, and I would I know sooner. That Sony I would sooner oh, you're talking about the Sony myself. from the Sony leak, right? They wanted to do yeah. a Pokemon movie. Watch an Avi Arad Smash Brothers movie. I hate. What, hate what, Avi Arad. what, what kind on Earth would they do for a Smash yeah, Brothers movie? Yeah, a Smash movie? Brothers movie. That, I saw that article and I was like baffled that that was even a suggestion. That's like saying, you know what we want to make a movie it would be about. Like Once Upon a uh, Time. Did you guys ever see the movie Food Fight? No. No. It was essentially uh, yes, a I big did. branding deal for like all these different food companies. <laughs> it was just like a movie marketing like, like food, like things you'd find in the grocery store. They got like brand name character, like say the Lucky Charms leprechaun, like he would appear in the movie, or the and the thing is Mr. that Clean. If they didn't get the rights to those characters, they would make a really mean sort of parody. Yeah, of like those a characters. grotesque version. So of like it. they didn't get the rights to like Captain Crunch, so they just made this like insulting character, and it was like, like drunken pirate. Yeah. But it was like it was weird. It didn't make any sense. The character it was like all out of pl- it was just nuts. Did you the whole guys thing watch um, the web series There Will Be Brawl? I have not. Oh, it, fun fact: the guy who voices Shulk was a part of that. Really? Oh, yeah. He's a yeah. Good, that was filmed I, by I my like friends. Him. Also, <laughs> he's British. He is. Yeah, that was the only <laughs> thing I've seen uh, done with Smash Brothers, and that was done kind of tongue in cheek. I think the uh, only thing that I might like, you know, Brawl in the Family. Uh, I love Brawl. Yeah, that might be the only like good Smash Brothers movie, but it would just be comedy. Okay, yeah, I think that's no, the only way. Brawl or Brawl unless in you the try family. to do no, like a Once Upon a Time thing, which was. It's not. Mm. That's not my favorite. That's just a big no. mashup of Disney characters doing. If stuff. If you haven't read but... Brawl in the Family, by the way, please do because it's one of my favorite web but comics now it's ever. And I'm... yeah, it's sad, but it was I... the only thing keeping Roy alive. <laughs> I I, pers- I personally <laughs> would love to see somebody take on Smash Brothers, absolutely one hundred percent seriously. No jokes. No nothing. No Abby Well, the thing is, is that the background of it, though. I know you know who might be the most interested in writing something like that. I think Sakurai because he with uh with Subspace Emissary that was his project that was yeah, his like was, idea. I feel like, and he was yeah, really excited about those sort of things. And it's like yeah, that's fine. I feel like, and I think it would. I, I feel, it would yeah, be, Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I feel like that would be his only. I guess that would be the last thing he would want to do with that franchise at all because he's kind of tired of writing, uh, making that that game. Over and over again. I feel like it'd be kind of yeah. like the like it'd be like a Lego movie type thing. Because the actual story of Smash Bros. like comes down to the idea of like these toys coming to life. Um except if you're going off yeah, subspace. It was the kid playing with the, the little statues. Yeah. And the, yeah. And the master hand is the is the kid's hands. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yes. Which is yeah. really um, weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> then like in the most recent one, like the glove comes off and it's just evil and it's like <laughs> 
It's... Oh, he's having a temper tantrum. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, so they I'm a toddler. I know these things. Yeah. They, uh, would, they would probably make it kind of like uh, Tron, where someone gets sucked into a game and then they're, you know, surrounded by all uh, these But then it's going to basically be Captain N. Oh, Legend of Neil. Whoa, 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 let's talk about Captain N, because that would be amazing. <laughs> as long as they fix Simon Belmont, because I do not like Captain N's interpretation of, of Simon Belmont in that. Where he's just like just... this big, like, oh, I'm so handsome. <laughs> Can we just talk about all the creepy mm. things Captain N would have come up with with being able to pause the pause the game like he did? Man, I'm just waiting on Captain N DLC. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Everyone go to the ballot right now or I'm going to cry. By the way, does, it, does anybody play Mario Kart here? Yeah. Of course no. I play Mario Kart. You okay. can't no. beat so, me at Mario Kart. So, so here... Oh, well... Uh, I'm talking about Double Dash is 64. <laughs> <laughs> oh Yo, I, me and Larry I, Koopa can wreck. I personally, of, of any game that's had the most replay value for me, uh, Mario Kart Wii is like... Uh-huh. Wait, not, not Wii U? I, really I missed the roster for Mario Kart Wii. Oh, no, I don't... So I don't yeah, I don't, I don't like Mario Kart 8. <gasps> I don't really like it that much. Well, you know, because I... I feel I'm not like alone. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like it's not it's it's not balanced well. Um, did they change it yet so the Mies don't have to wear helmets? Because that makes me so angry. Yeah, yeah. only the Mies have to wear helmets. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous. Only part, these ones. Part oh of what? Uh, yeah, I mean. Oh, but I like my part Mii of what yes, Mario no, because the amiibo kind of unlock different costumes for that. I like so. my Mii costumes though. My Rosalina costume is amazing. <laughs> yeah, you're amazing. Jeff. I get you're I get amazing. that little swirl. You know what's weird about it though? My Mii character has glasses. And when I put on the Rosalina <laughs> costume, the glasses go away. <laughs> but Rosalina this, only wears contacts. Apparently. Does your, does, does your character still have a helmet? Yes. Well, actually, yes. Ugh. Yes? Yes. Yes? Yes, <laughs> yes I know, because angry. the back of it... No, wait, that's a shirt. I don't know. There probably is. It might just be flowing blonde hair. Something like that. <laughs> Someone will figure it out. If I can ask you guys something really quick, because we were talking about Smash Brothers for a little bit. If you could see any DLC in it that, that's not character-based, what would you want to see in it? Hmm. Um, I guess more like costume customization of some kind. I honestly like stages for me. I want stages more than I want characters. I want another mode. Like I want another. I want them mode. to fix the stages that are broken. I want to like, play as Malin. <laughs> I want said not characters. I don't care what he said. Adam. I know. I, I, I don't want... care though. <laughs> I want stages that are designed after Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Do you mean stages ripped from Mortal Kombat or stages yes. that he wants play fatalities? Like I want fatalities. Okay. No, no, I, I think it would be really interesting to have a lot of stage options that had nothing to do with any of the Nintendo universe or characters or just like really interesting. Oh, like how like when you load up Mortal Kombat, you can do like little codes and you like make everyone a zombie or you know. Or you can pay money for easy fatalities. <laughs> yeah, but that's but I mean. Thing. But I mean, like you could take you could take the the not even like their characters or what they can do, but just the backgrounds, and you can make them like put them into, you know, um, Tron or something, or right, have right. them fighting in well, New York City. I think that's what really the great thing about the uh, Project M team is doing is that they make all these like really cool sort of games, and a lot of people have gone in and modded them. I've been to so many like Smash Brothers tournaments where I've seen people like. Where they've changed, like they have like different modes for like uh, Ike. They make different costumes for him, or for like Zelda. They'll make like even some like sixty-four yeah. looking characters. It's amazing what the modding team will do. Um, I love this one where when you play as Ganondorf in Project M, 
because uh, he he does this like side B in the air where you grab someone, you basically slam dunk them into the ground or into death, uh, depending on where you do it, uh, and you win with one of those moves. It plays uh, Space Jam awesome. as the <laughs> credits theme. It's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. By the way, why is Captain N not a character, a playable character? I just uh, know. You should be able to pause the game and just beat people up. It'd be great. I mean, <laughs> I, don't I mean, actually, I don't, I don't that would be a really cool sort of like there. Final Smash. He pauses the game and you just hit everyone that you want, or you just zap everyone and they just kind so of kind of like disappear. peaches, but a little bit better. Yeah, I wait. I forget. Could Captain N even actually do anything when it was paused? Like, did he have to like? Was he was paused with everybody else? Right? Like, I don't, I don't even think know. He could, I don't remember. That show was like right before my time. Really. Yeah, I know. Was... I'm I'm dating myself. It's fun. No, no, it's fine. The cartoon was my time, guys. I'm a little bit younger. <laughs> oh, hey, can Brothers we talk Super for a second? Because I I I really wanna I really wanna chat with you guys for a moment, if you don't mind. Um, we have yeah. a lot of really interesting comments on our uh, on our trailer. Oh um, my god! And I love it. No, no, no I love it. Are I we gonna talk about the horse? Reading... Please don't no. talk about the horse. We can, we can talk about <laughs> oh, the horse. Oh, are we going to listen to internet comments? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not going to go through uh, internet comments. It should be I a weekly section. Oh, he's, he's so funny. <laughs> but here's and now a, here's we, the internet comments from the stuff we make. <laughs> oh, no, dude. I started trolling the trolls for this one. It was amazing. But putting that aside, <laughs> um, one one comment that keeps coming up, and I know that with among Zelda fans, this is such a oh. hot topic, and I can't really understand why. The, the, the issue of Link talking. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the issue of Link talking, and I'm curious how you guys, before I even say anything, what how you feel about that. The fact that you're talking about Link talking is triggering me, so please stop. Thank you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so here's, here's what I'll say. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Please go to privilege.com and check to see if you have a privilege cover plan. <laughs> for the record. It's actually a website, for, by the way. You can go to privilege.com. It's yeah, amazing. he sends it to me every time yeah, he for, thinks for I the record, to check. <laughs> Sorry. For the record, in the final battle, um, in our short film that we're doing, Link will not talk. But... If they ever make a show, might or fart. they ever make a movie, Link is going to talk. And it bothers me when people are like, well, no, you have to make a movie where Link can't talk. It's like, that would be dumb. Well, he does like the talk in the games. Well, they the difference being can't stuff. and refuses to. There's a difference well, between can't yeah, but he, and... But he does talk in well, every scene. Yeah, one of the, he just doesn't say a probably lot. Probably one of the most uh, relevant things was uh, we had an editorial that um, our uh, editor-in-chief uh, published like a week ago that was why Link isn't silent and it was just like he's always talking in every game you always yeah half the game in world, is talking if you to look people. at him you answer he's questions. going he's moving his hands and yeah. he's talking to people you just don't see his in face in wind waker right. he explicitly he's, he's, says come on there's two oh, big does. misconceptions about the legend of zelda series that everyone seems to have link can talk he does it all the time and second you are not link link is his own person exactly you may play as him but he is not you don't get uh, confused on that i'm getting real sick of, of the whole uh He's uh, the character, like, this isn't just applying to uh, Legend of Zelda, by the way, but the whole idea of the character is a projection of yourself. I'm not interesting. Mario is still Mario. I don't want to be me. I want to be someone else. Mm -hmm. I Yeah, Mario is still Mario. Link is still Link. I don't care how many times he reincarnates, he's still going to be Link. I'm so... not an Italian plumber, so I'm there with you. <laughs> yeah. As far as Link talking, though, I think as far as the Netflix <laughs> series goes and all that, you know, they're really caught between a rock and a hard place between people saying, oh, you can't do it. But the thing is, is that it's going to be impossible to make that an interesting character if they don't. I think people are more... Are, well, he I think to talk. He's he going to have to. Mute. But he, he, here's the reality. They're, they're not caught between a, hard, uh, a rock and a hard place because they don't care. They're going to make him talk 
there. Hopefully, it's going to be awesome. And after that, nobody's going to. I'm talk still. About that anyway. I think it was great. There was a point I think where people switched gears and they were like, instead of like complaining about Link talking, what if what if we just wanted them to make a series about another character other than Link, like Sheik? Like, wouldn't it be cool to see a, a series about Sheik seven years of basically? Hell? Okay, I've wanted yeah, that have, to be a I game for years. Uh, for a, I don't know if years, but for a while. <laughs> for a week and a half. For a week and a, a, week and a, and a half. Been, I wanted to be a game literally since you first mentioned that possibility twelve seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They should. They by the way, they should just make movies and not do a big long series about a. About yeah, I know that. Uh, actually, speaking of movies, uh, Digimon is coming up on its 15th anniversary, and they're going to be releasing a six-part uh, movie. I'm oh, stop it! I'm excited for it because, like, uh, I love I love Digimon. I was like, I was thinking about it the other day. The reason I even found this news uh, is like I was thinking about it the other day. Uh, I saw the, te- the 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 poster for it, and then I thought to myself, I wonder if that movie is ever coming out or that show is ever coming back. And I I, I checked it out, and yeah, they're going to be bringing back the first Digimon team, and it was it's. I was kind of disappointed that it was going to be a six-part movie instead of just being a show. Uh, but the, the way that they're going to be doing it, it sounds like it's going to be okay. And I think that you, you kind of have to forgive it in that re- regard. If it's if they're, if they're fitting the format, then that's better. And I think that, you know, to, to be fair, as a show, it kind of did a lot of very TV show things where, you know, it would be like the, the basic sort of like plot that went on, not really much depth. Not really a nod, because it was a show for kids, you know, and it was yeah. made to sell toys. Uh, um, so, yeah, I think that as a movie, it would do a lot better. I think that, and I think that Netflix might be open to doing that. Well, you'd be know. amazed at how how in-depth people can go and how, how in-depth you can get something that, you know, basically is like Zelda and is a glorified puzzle game. I mean, we were mm-hmm. talking uh, earlier before I... the podcast about this theory. Mm-hmm. Um this fan theory about, you know, bridging the gap between a bunch of the later 3D games. And, yeah. like, with the, the the one I'm talking about is the, uh, is Princess Zelda evil? Mm-hmm. And we it, it was just basically talking about um, Twilight Princess and, you know, the usurpers and blah, blah, blah. And the Sheikah, you know, fighting back against the Hylian royal family and the big war and everything. And, you know, they were getting pretty dark with... Yeah. Uh, with this particular plot line, so you know you'd be amazed with it's, some of the stuff that people can come up with. with it's really to too bad with. that some of the best storytelling in Zelda exists outside of every single game. Like it's all yeah, we <laughs> talked so about it the last time I was it's like here. Star Wars EU. Yeah, that episode we spent like twenty minutes just talking like about how how interesting it is that the things that happen in between games that you only get to assume happened or you get to hear about happened in little, backstory little, and little uh, animations and some like character blurbs talking like about this the hero in the past, shade and, and the hero bad. spirit. Yeah, like I mean, I I've have I have my own theories on theory on the hero spirit. Which and, one like, was that in Twilight? Which one was Sorry? that again? The theory that the hero spirit uh, stayed yeah. in the adult Link timeline. As opposed to going back with uh, Young Link, so Majora's Mask is even where he's missing half of himself, and it explains why uh, the Hero Shade still stays around in Twilight Princess because it can't really re- move on because it's not. Wait, 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 wait! You said of... the, the the Hero Spirit sounds like some Doctor Who went to stuff. the child Ooh. timeline or the adult timeline. Okay, uh, so in the end of uh, Ocarina of Time, after you uh-huh. defeat Ganon, Zelda sends you back to childhood so you yes. can live your life, uh, and that timeline is left without okay. a hero. Right. He, but what gone. if the spirit stayed and left the child by itself in the alternate timeline? 
So like you're a, saying that like young Link, Link in Majora's Mask is soulless? Is no longer yes. the hero. He's or just split. a kid. He's just a kid. In Majora's Mask, he is just a kid. Um, oh, okay. By okay. himself. So the hero which is the why spir- he's, okay. he's missing Navi. He's missing himself. He doesn't know where he is. It's why he gets lost in the Lost Woods, a place that he grew up in and was able to navigate as a child. So why is he now suddenly unable to explore the place that he wants to The only problem from? I find That's with really that theory is why would he exist in Twilight Princess then? If the if he exp- he, he, no, I just explained that because he's a, a he's a shade. He's not the spirit. It never says. It says that heroes. It says the reincarnation of the hero of time, okay. right? If I'm correct. Um, but it doesn't say that he is the hero spirit, which is what we refer to as the reincarnation. He says hero shade on the actual title of the character, and um, so I think as a result of that, he's not the full hero. He's just like the 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 reincarnation without the but then soul. Would, wouldn't that mean so that the, the twilight princess link wouldn't be the hero because the thing reincarnates yes. into himself <laughs> that's the here that's the weird thing is that at that point it's like you basically said that timeline is without the hero but that's like one of the only ones where gandorf actually dies that's I true it's, it's but there's so no far, hero in that timeline yeah. so there's will be back what <laughs> so far what Are you you'll be back so far wait which oh, one so far yes yeah. Which one is the only one where he dies? Well, it's one. Sorry, it's not the only one that he dies, but it's the one where he. It's pretty explicit with. Uh, sorry, Twilight Princess. I mean, he like stabs it's, him. It's, okay, okay. He doesn't stab him in the head, but that's like, Waker. Waker. He defeat. <laughs> but Link defeats him, and then there's Zant, and Gendorf's like, "I'm not dead yet." And then you see a flash to Zant, and then it's like, "What?" I forget what he does exactly. He snaps he just his, snaps neck. his finger. Like he he snaps, twitches his yeah. neck or something. Yeah, he twitches his neck like like a puppet thing, and then like Gendorf's neck yeah. twists, and then he. Which always confuses me. I still don't to this day know what happened. Well, I think see that I think that kind of supports my theory a little bit more in a way because in that regard, you kind of like there's no hero. The timeline is now the the reincarnation cycle is now over. But okay, the thing is, he still gets the uh, the Triforce on his palm and all that jazz. And like even at the beginning, he's you know addressed as. I didn't say the Triforce was gone. I just said that the 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 hero spirit is no longer there. Mm. Huh. And it explains why Toon Link is able to kind of become the hero. I don't know. It's it's a weird sort of theory that I have, and I'm still trying to figure out the finer kinks of it. But I it Yeah. Anyway, um Tom, obviously we're really excited to see what comes out of your part uh the player piano's partnership with the Zelda project and how the final battle turns out past the teaser, um, which is fantastic. Um can we expect any Zelda projects or Zelda related projects or even just some good gaming projects on the way from Player Piano? Uh, yeah, absolutely. We, um, regarding player piano with the Zelda project in particular, we're, we're not just doing the final battle. Um, we're also going to be doing a very big, probably the biggest player piano video that we've done so far, um, around Legend of Zelda, um, which is going to, um, sort of, we're, we're, we'll do this big, uh, player piano video and that will lead into, you know, in the weeks leading up to when we release the final battle. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody's going to really enjoy that because, you know, we want to really celebrate the the whole of Legend of Zelda and all the different, you know, great music from different games. So we're gonna we're gonna work really really hard on that one. Um, in the meantime, our next uh, we have a couple things that we're planning, but we uh, we are building a brand new piano that I can't tell you about. We're <laughs> only to say that it is gaming related and it is the coolest thing that we've done to date. Um, and you're gonna see some old uh, NES. Themes. We did a Nintendo on the spot video a while back, which is just me and Sony. It was part of our Indiegogo campaign as Sony and I just did a, a quick update video. 
um, where it was me and her sitting around a piano and we play this game where, you know, I, she listens to these Nintendo themes for the first time. Um, and then she'll just turn around and make up in a, a piano arrangement on the spot. Mm-hmm. So we did this Nintendo theme one, this old school NES theme and people loved it. In fact, it became the number one video that we had, um, which was funny. So part of our Indiegogo campaign was that we were going to do a, Nintendo album based on all those themes. So she was going to expand on them and write them into uh, a much, much more complex right. arrangements. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're working on that now, but we are also working on a classic, uh, a video series around some of those classic things. So we're going to do Mario and we'll do, we'll do the original Zelda as well um, in that. But it's going to be, it's, watch out the internets for it, because it's going to be really, really, really cool. <laughs> now, do you guys, uh, obviously, uh, a great way to keep up with that is just subscribe to your channels and then get notifications on your account, on uh, individuals' accounts, whenever you guys upload something new. Uh, but do you guys also have Twitter, Facebook, anything else where people can keep posted? Yep, we do. So the uh, the channel name on YouTube is Player Piano. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's youtube.com slash Player Piano. We have Twitter is at Player Piano Vids. We'll post so, all the links down below, just in case. Yeah, there's that, and then um, and then we do have the Facebook as well. And the Facebook, yeah. if you're in particular, because you know I post a lot to Facebook, um, that's where you're going to see pictures of things that we're doing before we release the videos. You'll see, you know, behind the scenes pictures. You'll get a, a much better view of what we're doing um, if you are liked if you like our Facebook page. All right. Well, um, I think that's actually all the time we really have. Uh, unless you guys want to say a few more things to kind of wrap it up. Because uh, uh, I think we were just about running out of that one hour and 30 minute mark. Probably a little bit past that at this point. Um, uh, Konami sucks. As far as, uh, <laughs> as, far as getting, getting, uh, getting in contact with the Zelda Project, we have our Twitter is The Zelda Project. Um, mm-hmm. Our YouTube channel is rather small. It contains mostly behind the scenes stuff from our photo shoots. And right. our YouTube channel name is just Zelda Project. And right. our website we is thezeldaproject.net. And, of course, we have a Facebook as well. All of that will be linked down below for your ease of access, along with uh, the commission stuff that I'm going to be doing, uh, all of our, our like just all the stuff that you might want to see from us and anything we may have discussed this week, some of the topics we didn't really get to. Uh, but thank you to Sarah, Tom, Jeff, Jake, for joining me this week. This was a fun episode. I had a really good time. Uh, I felt like we got a hefty Zelda discussion out there, and I got to be embarrassed about my theories in front of everyone. <laughs> Theory? I, I actually liked it. I thought it was really interesting. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, that was the end of this episode. If you have any of your own topics, theme song submissions, or anything of that nature, send those to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. That's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. And one more thing, we have a survey open uh, to better make this episode, this this series of episodes, podcast. All the better. We're going to ask you what guests you want, uh, who you like the most, uh, if you like Jake, um, that sort of thing. If you have any suggestions, uh, please feel free to take a moment to fill that out. That's going to be on my Twitter. It's going to be on the Facebook page for the pod, for the, the site and on just a bunch of places. So thank you again. And uh, that was the end of the episode. So right. take care. Thank Thanks, you guys. for having us. Thanks for listening. All right. All right. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Hey. Konami sucks.
suck. <laughs> I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I was just Googling Mother 4 as we were, like, talking about this, and I hit news, and it says... <laughs> okay, so I typed in Mother 4, and the first thing that comes up in news is, how to forgive your Jewish mother for bugging you about your notes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's horrible how to forgive your jewish mother for bugging you about your nose <laughs> mother four did you type in mother f-o-r no i put mother number four <laughs> <laughs> it's a fan game go look it out it's cool anyway tom oh, <laughs>